0: Welcome to Disney Decipher, a podcast helping you save money, time, and stress as you plan your Disney vacation. In this episode, we take a look at some reasons you might want to consider staying off-site and why it might be good for you and your family's vacation. Final episodes of the podcast at DisneyDeciphered.com, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, or anywhere you find podcasts, and we'd really appreciate it if you left us a positive review. Special shout-out and thanks to HighBPM for your recent review. If you're enjoying the podcast, consider supporting us on Patreon at patreon.com slash DisneyDeciphered, or making a one-time donation by clicking the Donate button on our website. Connect with us anytime, DisneyDeciphered at gmail.com, at www.deciphered on Twitter, or on our Facebook page, DisneyDeciphered. We appreciate all the feedback and questions we get, so don't hesitate to reach out if you need anything. Thanks for listening and enjoy the show. Hi, I'm Joe from As the Joe Flies.
1: And I'm Leslie from Trips with Tykes.
0: So I know Leslie and I have been talking a lot about uh, staying on site and, you know, we do appreciate staying on site, but listener Tiffany emailed into us and asked if we had any tips to share about staying off site. And, you know, we realized that, way back when we did an episode on the benefits of staying on site, but we haven't done a episode on the benefits of staying off site. So what we plan to do is in this episode, we're going to tackle the benefits of staying off site. And then in a future episode, we will talk about uh, tips and tricks that you can use to make your off site to maximize your time if you're staying at an off site property. Um, so before we get started, you know, just a Heads up, you know, I've stayed at a bunch of properties off-site in the last two years. Um, you know, we stayed in a vacation rental from Sweet Home Vacation. That was like a four-bedroom. Uh, my parents stayed with us as well. You know, that was about eight or $900 for the week, which was way cheaper than the original, like, $2,400 we were thinking about spending at Port Orleans Riverside. Uh, and I've also stayed at the Hyatt Place, Lake Buena Vista. Um, I've stayed at the Embassy Suites near Disney Springs and also the uh, Wyndham... Wyndham Lake Buena Vista also uh, by Disney Springs. So, and Leslie, I think you've visited the Wyndham Lake Buena Vista as well, right?
1: Yes. Spent a lot of time there. And, uh, you know, I don't stay off site very often. It's been a long time since I have. And my kids, I don't think ever have, which is kind of crazy and a little gross.
0: I think it's a little different for you though, because you are coming all the way from California. And so it's kind of like a different uh, value proposition there, in my opinion.
1: Yeah, I think so. And I think, you know, I'm especially if I'm only flying in for like, you know, a, a long weekend, I just need to maximize every second. And, you know, and, and then of course, because I fly every time, the benefit of the Magical Express is, is worth something to me that people who are driving, it's it's not going to be. So so, yeah, I think I think the calculus is different for everybody. But um, one thing I do want to raise before we get into the nitty gritty is when we say off-site, there are kind of these different categories of hotels. There are hotels that are truly off-off-site. You know, they are somewhere else. They are Hyatt's or Marriott's or, you know, independent hotels that are somewhere else in the Orlando area. But there are also, also these sort of hybrid hotels. And you just mentioned it, Joe, the Disney Springs hotels. They're actually technically on Disney property, but, but they don't have necessarily all of the privileges that the Disney, official Disney hotels do. So usually when people talk about off-site, they kind of include the Disney Springs hotels, but they do have some of the benefits. So you have to sort of be aware of what you're getting. They, they do get 60-day fast pass reservations, and extra magic hours as well, and at least only until the end of 2019. We don't know if those benefits will be extended. So for folks traveling in 2019, those Disney Springs hotels do have that kind of hybrid situation. They don't have um, Magical Express, though. Got to note that. But, yeah, so with all that background out of the way, <laughs> so people need to understand what kind of off-site the hotel they're in.
0: Yeah, and I think the other thing to be said is, you know, like I – Mentioned like there are offsite hotels, but there are also offsite properties, Airbnb, various uh, vacation rentals as well. So, you know, we're kind of lumping that all together. So, uh, we're going to talk about six benefits to staying offsite. So, why don't you kick us off, Leslie? What's uh, the first and what I think is the biggest benefit of staying offsite?
1: Of course, it's always money, saving money. And The Disney hotels can be pricey, especially as you start going up in value into the, you know, the moderates and the deluxes, but you're just going to save so much more money, especially during certain peak times of year by staying off site. Especially, of course, if those of you who have miles and points, you can often save a lot of money by cashing in hotel points and not paying cash at all. So that's, that's really the main reason that I would say most people stay off site is they're just looking for a deal.
0: Yeah. And so to add on to that, you know, my next reason uh, or benefit to staying off site is not only can you save money, but you can also save money and have more space at the same time. I guess I kind of uh, spoiled it. Sorry. Um, but, you know, when I we were planning that trip with my parents and the four of us at the time, we were going to rent two rooms for a week at Port Orleans Riverside. Like I had that on the books and that was around $220 a night. Um, and so, you know, it was coming out to like $2,800 or 24 to $2,800. I can't remember it was six or seven nights. Um, but instead we went to this website, sweethomevacation.com, which a friend recommended to me. Um, and so you, we found a condo with four bedrooms, uh, two bathrooms, like a full kitchen, you know, it was only like a 10 to 15 minute drive to the parks. And so, you know, we had so much more space. Um, we had a baby at the time, I guess we always have babies, but So for $900, we had so much more space and yeah, we didn't have magical express and yeah, we didn't have extra magic hours, but the amount of money that we saved overall, like 15 to $1,800, you know, that is for people's tickets right there for our trip. So, um, you know, you can save money on the hotel, but also you can get a lot more space. And there are a lot of other vacation rental places out there via either Airbnb or VRBO a lot of these places have pools, too. So, you know, you could rent a place with more space and Then you have a private have a private pool for your kids to use in the afternoon when you're resting. So, you know, there's a lot of uh, better options uh, space wise, you know, if you're staying off site. Are there any like kind of websites you use to find vacation rentals or that you like?
1: Yeah. Another one I should mention is Vacation and it's sort of a niche site that hasn't necessarily caught on super huge yet. But what I love, they only list what they call resort residences. And these are basically condos or timeshares in managed buildings. So you get like the front desk check-in, but you ultimately get like a condo that has a couple of bedrooms. So I really like that for, for families especially who are looking for that more space, but also trying to sort of snag a deal and and uh, yeah, so it's it's a little more on point than maybe like Airbnb or, you know, VRBO are for getting you all the amenities you want.
0: Yeah. And I would say I'm sure uh, many of you have experience with uh, some of these sites. So if you have sites you like that uh, offer vacation rental homes, you know, please let us know, you know, whether that be in Orlando or elsewhere, because I figure if they do it anywhere in the United States, um, they're probably doing it in Orlando as well. OK, Leslie, what's your next tip?
1: So this kind of segues nicely into my next tip is that you get better rooms by staying off-site. And, you know, we mentioned you save money, but when you're saving money, you're also often getting a better product. And this is sort of all over the map. Like you get a better room at the Four Seasons than you do at the Grand Floridian. And sometimes the Four Seasons is cheaper than the Grand Floridian. So that's kind of mind-blowing, but um, that is the way it is. And, you know, it goes all the way down to, the more value resorts versus, you know, even sometimes like your Hampton Inns that you're staying in near uh, Disney World. So, I mean, obviously you have to check the property reviews really carefully. and But, you know, with, in a place like Orlando, I actually find something like the TripAdvisor reviews to be pretty helpful. And you can definitely spot trends as to when a hotel is a little bit of a dump and when ho- a hotel is really a gem at a certain price point. So, yeah, if you're if you're willing to put in the research and the legwork, you can often find much nicer accommodations within the room itself and, um, you know, and get that for less money.
0: Yeah, I've got another example of that for you right here. Um, so, you know, I just picked a random date in June, uh, June 11th, and I saw that you can stay at the JW Marriott, uh, which granted is a little bit far away from the parks, um, you know, maybe an extra 10, 15 minutes. But I have been to a conference in that hotel. I didn't get a chance to stay there, unfortunately. And that hotel has like an amazing lazy river. It's just like super well-appointed. They're supposed to have like a really nice spa. I've had friends who stayed there with kids um, and they said they really loved it, you know, kind of to the point, I think we've joked about this before, but like they didn't even want to go to Disney World. They were just happy staying at the hotel, which maybe is not your plan if you're uh, Leslie or myself. Um, And that is going for $3.91 a night. When I looked at Disney's website, you know they do have Wilderness Lodge at 374, but other than that, all their deluxe resorts are like 450 or above, all the way up to like I think I saw like 600 at the Polynesian or something like that. That's probably not a standard room. Um, now that I say that aloud, and that's with their summer room discount offer. So you know if you're spending that much for a hotel, you know maybe some of these luxury hotels are uh, you know a better bet for you. And then like you said, Leslie, I. I found the same, um, when I was, when I look, um, at, you know, the more value level, although I will say that I, when we stayed at the Hyatt place, Lake Buena Vista recently, it was like, you know, a hundred to $120 or something. Um, and the all-stars weren't that much more expensive, like just 140 or 150. Oh wait, I lied. The all-stars were all sold out. Um, but you know, in general all stars around 140 <laughs> 150. So I'd say the savings are a little bit less when you're at the value, but um you know you can get so much more um, for your money and nicer rooms like you said. The Four Seasons, it's a fancy place you can stay. You at you can say you stayed at the Four Seasons instead of uh you know the Contemporary which probably leads, needs a little bit of work.
1: Disney goals. I'll get there one day. All right, Joe, uh tell us what you have next.
0: Yeah, so speaking of the JW Marriott, I think another thing is, you know, if you are in a family like me, where say your spouse isn't as into Disney world as you staying off site really gives you the chance to kind of get that space, get that break from the overkill of magic that can happen if you're staying on site, you know, and I think if I was offering my wife between spending $400, although we usually don't spend this much when we go to Disney, but spending $400 at the JW Merritt or Wilderness Lodge, she picked up JW Merritt because we are removed from the Disney bubble. You know, one reason I love staying on site is to be in that Disney bubble, but the reality is not everybody loves being in the Disney bubble 24 seven. And so if you have, you know, say grandparents or you're traveling with other relatives or, you know, even your own wife, in my case, who doesn't want to be in Disney bubble all the time, then staying off site really can help you to kind of have that space. We always recommend that you take off days on your trips, but if you're taking off day and you're on site, you know, you're still surrounded by the mouse, but if you take an off day and you're off site, then you're really taking an off day. You know, it's just kind of like no Disney world at all. And I think that's really appealing to some people. So I think that's another great reason to stay off site. What do you think about that? Leslie, I know you're all magic all the time, but uh, you know, I'm sure there's got to be someone in your life who might find the space valuable.
1: Yeah, yeah, I'm lucky in that my spouse is completely on board with Disney trips and the Disney bubble. But you know, honestly, from a parent's perspective, I can see how this is advantageous, especially if you're not going to go to the parks all of you know the entire time you're on you're in Orlando. You're not going to be walking downstairs and having a Disney gift shop staring you in the face, and your kids begging for souvenirs. So it kind of does get out of sight, out of mind. If if that is an issue, if you're you know budgeting for your trip by not going to the Disney parks every day,
0: definitely. So what's your next tip?
1: All right. So my next tip is actually something that you touched on already um, about the multi generational advantages to staying off site and. We've taken, actually, my family has has taken my parents along with us to Disney World before. We actually stayed on site and had rooms at Beach Club at the time. And unfortunately, Disney was not able to get us connecting rooms. They got us adjacent rooms. But at the time, I had a toddler who needed to take a nap and I wanted grandma to monitor him and she, in order to do that, had to go out into the hallway <laughs> and go into the room with an extra magic band. And that was kind of annoying. Um, I mean, sometimes you do look into it, but I don't think Disney guarantees it. So you can probably micromanage sort of the needs of the room that you, you know, the room that you want or the condo that you want with a multi-gen group better being offsite. Um, you just have a lot more flexibility as to what you're choosing and and what the hotel guarantees to give to you. And, uh, you know, that's again, where those condo layouts are really valuable, but, but if you have a big group, if you have grandma and grandpa and everybody needs their own bed and, and, uh, their own bathroom, then, you know, offsite really, really does take the cake, I think. And, and we would definitely consider offsite for some multi-gen trips we're, we're going to have planning up, uh, have coming up with our family as my sister and her two kids start to join us on some of these trips. So stay tuned.
0: Yeah, I think I'd also say that, you know, it makes a big difference. I mean, let's be honest, like grandparents usually come along because they want to spend time with the grandkids. And then obviously parents are happy because, you know, free babysitting, um, especially because, um, side note, Pixar Play Zone in the contemporary clothes. So, you know, Disney offers no babysitting for kids anymore. Um, but that's a digression. So I really think that, you know, babysitting in like a condo where after the kids go to bed, the grandparents can hang out in the living room or do whatever is going to be way more comfortable for them than say, just being in a single room and like having to hide in the bathroom, like every parent knows they have to do and stuff like that. So, you know, I think that's a really, uh, really great point.
1: All right, Joe, we got one more. What is it?
0: All right. So the last reason or the last benefit to staying offsite is you can really save a lot of money uh on your dining and you know we had that episode about saving money on your dining in general so this kind of dovetails with that a little bit but you know for starters a lot of these places like Hampton Inn, Hyatt Place, Fairfield Inn and Suites they all offer free breakfasts for some of them you have to sign up for their loyalty program but that's free so you know for example for Hyatt you just sign up for their loyalty program and if you're at a Hyatt Place or a Hyatt House um you get free breakfast Or breakfast included with um, the cost of your room. So you can save money there. Usually, if you're staying off site, you're renting a car, which means you can go to Publix or any local grocery store and get supplies, soda, snacks, um, even meals. Uh, You know, obviously, if you are staying in a condo or a home, you can cook your own food. So overall, you can save a lot of money by being off site. Again, you get that space by kind of leaving the Disney bubble. And as soon as you leave the Disney bubble, food prices drop like 30 to 40%. When we're offsite, we almost always go to Sweet Tomatoes, uh, which we don't have here in Boston. I know it's not like amazing fare, but you know you can get salad, you can get soup, and you can get their flatbreads, which are essentially pizza, which makes me happy and makes the kids happy. And there is lettuce and green things there, so it makes my wife happy as well. And it's cheap. There's almost always coupons that you can find online
1: vegetables at disney are always a bonus <laughs> it's rare to get yeah. those
0: in it's a, it's a rare find it's a rare find <laughs>
1: it's all churros and dole whips so you know
0: <laughs> yeah i don't know if you saw uh, at your home park disneyland zendaya was uh eating a churro because uh they were there uh publicizing for the new spider-man movie. so ah you know who zendaya is right Leslie? i do
1: i am a little a little bit hip um i keep up with with the young ones are keeping up with these days i try
0: Got to keep an eye on those kids. All right. So that about wraps it up. Um, But before we get out of here, we want to do a Disney do or don't. Disney do, I would just say one of the problems with offsite is that it can just be super overwhelming with all the options that are out there because there are different hotels, there are different home rentals. And I would just say that don't let yourself get overwhelmed by all the options and don't like go too crazy trying to maximize all the options. The reality is Orlando is a very, very busy place when it comes to hotels and places to stay. So you're probably going to be able to find a good deal no matter what you're looking for. So I would just say, find a deal that you're comfortable with and just go for it.
1: Yeah. There are multiple, multiple properties that will suit whatever specific need that you have. So it's not about finding the perfect one. It's about finding one that's a solid match.
0: Yeah. And just to throw one more thing in, um, you know, there are ways you can use this and game this to get disney hotels and maybe we'll go over that another time requires much more than a disney do or don't but you can also look at priceline express deals that's that thing where um, they'll show you a hotel they won't tell you what it is but they'll tell you where it is um, and you can get some pretty cheap rates that way too uh, if you're trying to save money you should follow at jjt on twitter or check out some of the blog posts he's written for touring plans if you want to learn more about that great tip joe Alright, thanks so much everyone for listening. We would love to hear your tips and your reasons why you find it beneficial to stay off site. So please contact us Deciphered at gmail.com, on Twitter at Deciphered, or on our Facebook page, Disney Deciphered. If you're enjoying the show, um, you know, we'd really appreciate it if you could either click that donate button on our page or check out our Patreon page at patreon.com slash Disney Deciphered or We're always happy when listeners leave us positive reviews on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, or wherever you find podcasts. Other than that, Leslie, I challenge you to stay off-site sometime soon in a Disney World trip.
1: Okay, I will take on the challenge, Joe.
0: We'll talk to you all next week, and Leslie, I will see you off-site.
1: Thanks, Joe.